Hey, Bus Bench Babes, uh, did you push the pause button over the holidays like a lot of other agents did across the country? Well, guess what? Take your finger off that pause button. The real estate market is heating up. And before it heats up anymore and you are in the full throes of a crazy spring market, here's a show jam-packed with all of the things that you need to be doing to really just get your business going in the right direction. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, so here we are, everyone. We are basically in the spring market or just about there, right, Beth? It's pretty much here. Yep. Pretty much here. <laughs> We're past all that like holiday lull, people being checked out, clients being checked out, no one wanting to work kind of thing. Yeah. Right? We're past that. Yeah. It's it, it's so sad to say, but it's so true that so many real estate agents, and let's be honest, a lot of self-employed people, but real estate agents in particular are just weary. Like we've gotten our ass kicked the last couple of years. And so I think the holidays is like the perfect excuse for them to like unplug and just like not really be engaged. And we did the podcast episode during Christmas where you're like, no, like now more than ever is like when you should be extra super duper engaged. And now you don't have to be salesy during Christmas. So hopefully all you realtor friends that are listening, like hopefully you were on the reach out and deep dive with your clients and really like shower love on them during the holidays rather than the other group that maybe didn't do that because that's what clients wanted. And now those clients are all coming out of the woodwork. We're seeing that with our team is that we went hard. We showed love. We reached out, we sent note cards, we sent videos, we dropped off pies. And now those people are like, Hey, thanks for the pie. Hey, you know what? We're kind of thinking about buying or selling. So I have this little list. I literally, Christy, I'm looking at this this little post-it note right here of just people that I had conversations with on the pie drop-offs. And now there's other people that I didn't drop off pies. My little Santa's elves dropped off pies. They're all reaching out now too. Okay. So I'm not saying the pie was like a direct relation, but it's It's like I showed love and they're like, oh yeah, we do want to buy a house and we do want to work with you again. I'm over here like wanting to jump out of my, we're doing this, like, we're in two different rooms. <laughs> um, we're doing this via Zencaster. I like want to jump out of my chair because this is like the shit working. It's yes, like all your hard works. work and efforts and like works. the stuff that we preach or maybe that I preach too much of all year long. It's like all comes full circle yeah. and you don't have to be stuck in that like doom and gloom place of like we're so screwed what are you gonna do like you're leaving the market as an agent who knows what's happening like this is all working and sure the pies feel like that was it it wasn't the pie it wasn't the pie it was like everything else combined and 
Yeah. So this is for me, this is so exciting. And it's really funny that you mentioned how like real estate, this like happens every year. We talk about like this cyclical mm-hmm. cycle of it. Cause we, I mentioned right before the show, like this reminds me so much of shooting weddings because yep. this was what it's it was the like. Same. It's a it's longer sales same. cycle, but you have yep. to love on your clients. Okay. But can I give you a total sidebar? Totally. So when I was dropping off the pies, so like of, you know, we dropped them off for like the VIP clients. Um, and I did like half the drop offs and then Carrie did a quarter and my parents did a quarter. My stepdad, you know, Marty with a Santa hat. I like so, seriously, can Marty come know, to my house next year? I know it's so uh, cute, right? <laughs> um, but what so like what's so special about it is that it was a blizzard. So Carrie and I were like wiping out okay, Costco's actually, of all their pies in a blizzard. It actually was though. Like we're not just kidding that it was like snowing. It was an actual blizzard. It was an actual blizzard, and like I was winter like, advisory. Out. Well, yeah, because I procrastinate. So like, that's just how I operate. But you also can't buy pies a week in advance or they're not fresh. And so then I'm like, okay, I need to get these out. So it was Christmas week. Yeah. Right. It was Christmas week. It was like Wednesday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. And it's a effing blizzard here in Minnesota. And I got home and people are like, oh my God, what are you doing out? And I said, well, you know what? Guess what? I've got wind. I got snow tires in my car and I'm the only one on the road. I have the whole road to myself. (laughs) So I said, don't worry. Like I'm being safe. And I got home and instead of being like a ball of nerves, which I should have been with how like treacherous the roads were, my cup was so filled because it was so much fun to see clients. Are you making me cry already? I No, I truly like it's making me cry. I like got home and like my in-laws were here and I was like, God, I feel so good. It was so much fun. I caught Uh. people walking their dogs. I caught people shoveling their driveway. I caught people like in their pajamas and they're all like, oh my God, what are you doing out? And I'm like, I'm delivering Christmas cheer. Because everyone was, was like, home, right? Or most everyone were was home. home. We everyone were literally like schools were shut, like yep. shut down, like Everybody everything. It was an actual blizzard. Yeah. It was so perfect. <sighs> and it filled my cup so much. And I'm like, gosh, I wish I literally had the bandwidth to deliver all of them because then I would have been selfish and togged up all yeah. of that Christmas cheer. But uh, I got 50% of the Christmas cheer and it was a lot. And it was so awesome. I bet That's you my ta- side tangent. Also, so excited to see Carrie because she like yes, Carrie's like you say she's like a ray of sunshine and she is yes. like she walks up and you're just like give me some of that energy. And she I dropped off you- a bottle of wine to a client yesterday as a thank you, and he's like, I don't, I can't remember what she said her name was. He goes, but she was so bubbly and happy and sunshiny. I bet working with her every day is a joy. Yeah, and he's like, so thank you for having her drop it off. Right? And I'm like, like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> oh. Okay, so, so yeah. side, side tangent, back to our yeah. show. Yeah, so that pie that pie delivery was freaking <laughs> awesome. So hopefully <laughs> if you did something similar during the holidays, you got that same experience. Feel I would wish that stuff. for you. Yeah. Okay, back to our show. So yeah, literally like back what our, our team has seen is that, um, you know, we did the reach out, but not in a salesy way, in like, you know, just an organic way during the holidays. And that week between Christmas and New Year's and then that the first week of January. So for like those two week period, literally the phone is ringing. And that's what every real estate dream, realtor's dream is, is that you're doing marketing so well that they come to you. That yes. is the ultimate goal. And literally my phone is ringing. I'm also circling back and reaching out to people, but the phone's ringing. And people that I didn't even talk to during the holidays are like, hey. And they agents on our team. Mm-hmm. I was off. Yeah, the over agents the are getting the same thing. I mm-hmm. was off totally. Come back and you're like, 
well, so this is yeah. what happened. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's really been, awesome. It's yeah. Really we got houses up. under contract like Christmas week. Yeah. Which is something that maybe is not, I mean, I know it happens, but not as common, right? People are a right. lot really checked out that week. So it's been, it's definitely trending in the direction of a very busy spring market and a very early. So we're recording this a couple weeks before it'll air and we're mm-hmm. already seeing this. So like, mm-hmm. I know by the time this goes up in very early February, it is going to be bananas. We'll be in the throes of it in Minneapolis yes, for sure. We will be. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, like really what we're seeing is buyers are getting off the fence and getting energized. And, you know, our uh, we didn't do as much like selling on social media and emails during the holidays, but we still were peppering in like the education piece because, you know, obviously you've got to be doing that nonstop. Um, and you just tweak it based on the time of year. Um, but buyers are seeing that interest rates are lowering. We're trying to have conversations about that. And they're like, oh, oh, so maybe we should get off the fence and actually do something here. And you're like, yeah, this is what we've been saying. And it, it's crazy to see like the direct correlation with it, but it's true. There's a lot of buyers that really would love to have a new house and they maybe feel like they maybe missed the boat with three and 4% interest rates. But now interest rates are back down in the fives. And ooh, hopefully they ooh, still ooh, will ooh. be when this episode <laughs> Um, airs, but that that is what we've been hearing from the experts. So there's, of course, there's this, there's this doom and gloom people out there that are saying, oh, interest rates are going to be up to 10% by the end of the year. And then there's also an equal number of experts that are on the other side of the coin that are like, interest rates are going to lower in Q1. And I think it's going to create a super crazy spring market again, which is a you know good and bad. Good. Especially with um, inventory situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I have talked about low inventory, you know, you're like, there's nothing for sale in St. Paul. And I'm like, I get it. It there, We do have super we've, we've low inventory. Watching. Yeah. Well, and I, I think a lot of our buyers that we're working with have been saying that. So what the, what we're seeing is that the market has switched like from 2020 and 21 where people were like, they're just like, Oh, I want a new house. So I'm going to buy it. So it, it's switching from a want smart or a, a want market to like a need market. So a lot of people are making the move right now. They're like, okay, the house is too squishy. You know, like we had another baby and now the house is too small. We want to downsize. We want to upsize. We're getting relocated. We're getting divorced. So a lot of varying reasons, but more of like needs based. That makes and total okay. sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes total sense. There's a lot of needs. Right. Like honestly. Right. To keep to keep you going right now more than ever wouldn't you agree that we need to be educating clients like you just said yes. like with these changes what's happening yes. in the market the reality behind interest rates um the reality about historically what interest rates do um can you touch on that beth because i think that that would be really helpful so you know i know i've told my story before but in case you didn't know my backstory um i sold i started getting I got licensed for, to sell real estate in 96 um, in when I lived in Tampa. And then when I moved home back to Minnesota in 2021, I worked for my family's mortgage business. So it was back in the day when you could sell real estate and do mortgages. So I know enough about the mortgage business to be dangerous. I always joke. I mean, it's, it's, it's a joke, but it's actually true. Um, back then, when interest rates plunged, they plunged right after 9-11. 
And then now this time when interest rates plunged, it's due to COVID. So the sad part is, is like there has to be, there's almost like catastrophic stuff happening in the world when interest rates lower, like extreme amounts to like extreme lows. Yeah. And it's like, there's so many other things happening in the financial sector and in our economy. And they're not necessarily good things, even though people are like, yeah, I love low interest rates. Well, low interest rates, there's like a flip side of that, that things are not going great in the country when we have rock bottom low interest rates and they're like giving away houses for free or like the interest rates for free. That's not necessarily a good thing. So a healthy market is to have an interest rate like somewhere around the 6%. So instead of like a lot of buyers look at it like a bad thing, it's our job as real estate agents to educate people. Like we don't want the whole world to implode. You just need to set the right expectation with clients and they need to purchase within their means and their actual budget. And, you know, there's one thing to be like cautious with interest rates and like make smart decisions, but also like historically we can't go over the last two years. Like you just, it doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not going to happen tomorrow. And so a lot of new home buyers, especially are probably coming in thinking they're like waiting for it to go back to that. And the reality is if, if it does, when it, I guess when, right? Like when that yeah. happens, yeah. Um, we, that's when you refi, right? Yeah. That's when yeah. you're in and you refi. So just like really educating them and setting them, setting them up with a lender that can also help educate them is something to be doing right now. And interest rates don't have to plummet into like the 3% range in order for you to refinance. A really good lender is going to reach out to a client long before I'm going to, and they're going to say, Hey, Christy, now, Christy and Ryan, I've looked at your financial portfolio, and if we refinance today, it's going to save you X amount of dollars. A good lender is going to come to you and tell you that and going to put you in a good financial position and not be like a predatory lender. So it doesn't have to be like this major drop. It can be sometimes a half a point, sometimes a three quarter of a point, and it might make sense for you to refinance. So it doesn't, we don't have to have rates back in the 3% in order for you to like save an enormous amount of money. No, that's so good. So just really putting that out there and educating your clients, you know, through phone calls, through meetups, through social, through email, yeah. just making them aware of like what's actually going on there. And then yeah. get pointing them in the right direction with lenders that can help them more. Um, a couple hours before you and I jumped on this recording, I was talking with a past client and he's like, my wife and I were sitting in the hot tub last night, blah, 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 talking about house stuff. And he's like, God, interest rates are terrible. And I'm like, no, they're not. And I'm like, they're, and he and I have this, we always have like really good banter. So like, I wasn't being disrespectful to him. So don't worry about that. But he, I just said, no, they, they absolutely are not. Where did you hear that? This is what's actually happening. He's like, oh, blank expletive. I had no idea. (laughs) He literally had no clue. And so he and his wife are cocktailing up in the hot tub and they're like <laughs> shooting the breeze about, you know, something that's totally the not even what's happening. So, so oh. many consumers literally don't know. And it's our job to like educate them. We have to. It is. So number one, like start with educating. Education. Right now. Education. Education. Right now. Yeah, uh, next, sure. th- let's, let's chat inventory just a little bit more and like how to find it, what they can, what we can do about that during this time, right before like the really, really busy season hits. Yeah. Inventory is such a hot button all over the country. So, you know, when the market shifted last year, when interest rates went up in June and markets started shifting, the coasts are, the coasts have a lot more inventory than what we do. 
you know, in Florida, there's a lot of storm damaged properties. So like properties that are gutted or have sheetrock missing halfway up that are kind of like properties that you can buy with cash. So there are some deals to be had in some parts of the country. California has a lot more inventory than what we do. So here in the Twin Cities, we have on an average, like less than two months worth of inventory. So if we're using like the normal, um, like rule of thumb is like anytime we have less than five or six months worth of inventory, we're still considered to be in a seller's market, which I would say we still are. However, buyers do have some gains, but inventory right now is slim. It always is kind of this time in the year in the Twin Cities. We're starting to see more listings hit the market or like right after Christmas, everyone's like, I'm thinking about selling. I'm like, now, how quickly can you get your house ready to sell? Because now you have the advantage. But if you have buyers and you can't find what they're looking for, what they're hiring you to do as a buyer's agent is to turn over every rock and find them a home. So like what things that our team is doing, um, we sent out a campaign to two different condo buildings this week because we're looking for a very specific property for someone in a 55 plus condo building in certain neighborhoods. So we sent out like letters and hand signed them here, QR codes on them. Like here, check out our website. We're legit. We're not like some fly by night weirdos. <laughs> we door knock neighborhoods. If someone says, I want to live in this neighborhood, we will go door knock. Hey, who do you know that's thinking about selling in this neighborhood? Not like, are you, Christy, hey, are you thinking about selling? Who do you know in your neighborhood that's thinking about selling? It's less salesy and gross. Mm-hmm. Networking with other agents. So if someone, if an agent has a pocket listing, meaning an off market listing, they might not be able to advertise it out on social media. But if you know an agent that works specifically in a certain area or an agent sold a property like a couple of years ago, maybe like up to five years ago, and you're like, okay, that's a starter home. Chances are those sell those buyers that bought it are busting at the seams. I'm going to call the agent that sold it to them. Hey, that house at 123 Elm Street, are your buyers still comfortable there? Are they thinking about upsizing? Because I have a buyer that wants to live in this neighborhood. I did that for a buyer last year and called every single agent that had sold a home in the last like three to six years in a certain neighborhood. And they're like, I can't believe you're making this call. And I'm like, I need a townhouse for this client in this neighborhood. So help me help you. They get a listing. I get my buyer into a property. We all win. It's super awesome. Um, Pocket listing lists, work with wholesalers. Wholesalers are like the middleman. They find properties, usually not great properties. And then they act as the middleman and then you can bring a buyer in and you get paid commission and then your buyer gets property. Um, There are a lot of ways other than just looking for inventory that's online. But you got to earn earn your keep, right? This is what we're, we're in the job of finding homes for clients. And right now is not the time to be just like waiting, right? Mm-hmm. Just sitting and just waiting. Like we're almost there, just waiting for it to happen. It's like yeah. you need to be like really marketing and networking with your clients and making yeah. sure that you're showing up at all these capacities. Like hopefully you did it during the holidays, right? And you're you're circling back now. So hopefully mm-hmm. you had all those high touch points and you're actually just kind of going back, like you said about the pies, right? Like mm-hmm. just going back and, and reaching out again, just, hey, holidays are over. And like starting the conversation there. Other ways, yeah. like talk about emails, Christy. Gosh. I know this is like your passion project. You, 
Please don't, please don't turn off the podcast because I'm talking about emails again, everyone. I'll be brief. No, no really. So good. Send that weekly email, at least weekly. Like you're hitting their inbox at least weekly at this point. If you've yeah. been listening to the show since we've been going, we're almost at two years, Beth. Like, you yeah. know, weekly emails. I hope you're sending at least that. Um, and just reaching out to them with updates on the market, sharing what's going on with you, you know, actually genuinely being interested in what they're doing. Um, you know, just really, it's such an opportunity to connect and to also educate at the same time. And, you know, we talk about not being gross and salesy, uh, which we don't love at all. And I just, you really don't ever have to be that if you're truly building a community of people that you're serving well, and you're networking correctly, it doesn't ever have to feel like that. So it's such a great way to do it. It won't at all. So if you press pause during the holidays or, you know, you're not doing it at all yet, just start, just start right now because that is so important. And obviously then making sure you're on social and this isn't just like posting every, you don't have to post every day if you're not able, whatever, right? Making sure you're on there and you're posting valuable information, Mm -hmm. not just posting to post, not Mm -hmm. just posting stuff that's totally off brand or not aligned, like making sure that you have some sort of presence on social that's bringing them value. Yeah, is really important. So all these things to be doing right now, doing them all year long, but like, and it feels like a lot, but it is, it's just like what it's part of your daily routine. And this this is what we do. It's proof, right? Like it works. The combination of everything is what works. This marketing approach works. We see, you know, the conversion after through email marketing and through social, and it might not feel super tangible, but they're all working together. And it's just Mm -hmm. really, really important to be doing it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even for the, the, the newest agents on our team are seeing results Mm -hmm. of, you know, just starting like a consistent social media and like consistent emails. They're already seeing results from that. So it totally works. Yeah. And we've, we are rocking and rolling at the BPR experience. This is exciting. It's super exciting. exciting. We are in a huge growth phase and it's, Woohoo! I know. I love it. I love it. Ah. Okay. Um, so also, also, also going back to, are you sending market updates? Market updates. Um, these are not expensive to print out. Um, you could do digital copies. Like if budgets are a concern for you, what we love about sending them in the mail and then sending a follow-up electronic version is that you're going to hit it both ways. But like the last round that we sent out, I'd literally had people like standing out in front of their house, like with their mail in their hand. And with the envelope that we sent, it was like a big turquoise envelope. And people are like, Ooh, look what I got in the mail from you. (laughs) And they hadn't even opened it yet. And so like that, that has sparked a lot of conversations that we are having now. Yes. From the fall is that, yeah, you, you know, you sent that and it really got like our wheels turning and now we want to do X, Y, and Z. And so like, if you're, if, if you've never sent out regular CMAs to your clients, start small, don't bite off more than you can chew. So start with sending them like once a year, start now, like divide up your database and send a handful a week, five a week, just to start with until you get them all done. Or 10. Or 10. Or 10. Yeah. As much as your your bandwidth can handle. (laughs) Yeah. But you need to get them out. Mm -hmm. And then after you send them, do follow-ups. Like send an electronic version. 
shoot them. I did a lot of video texts where I literally held my iPhone in front of me and videoed like, hey, Christy, I hope you got the fun like snail mail. I sent you a market analysis in the actual mail. Hopefully your post office is delivering. You know, that's the big joke everyone that's talking about right now. Nobody's getting their mail. And I would love to answer any questions that come up. And holy cow, can you believe how much your home is valued at right now? Gosh, that's awesome. Hope you're having a great day. Let me know if you have any questions. Press send. It's so easy. And it sparks conversations. Yes. Yes. And it's like a no brainer. It's so good. So good. Okay. So last fall, we had on Ellie Cummings, where she talked about from episode 80, where she talked about mortgage interest rates and housing predictions for 2023. And goodness, was she super spot on from what we're seeing. So she's a VP of New American Funding. Oh, she's amazing. She's incredible. She's good people. Go back to episode 80 to get some information from her and to help your clients and to just maybe feel like a little bit better about what's going on in the market. Mm -hmm. And then we also had on Connor Hash episode 83, where he talked about real estate investing for beginners. And he had so much incredible information. I remember Ryan, my husband, Ryan, uh, listening to that episode and just being like, I learned so much stuff in this one. So if you're just like, I don't know what to say to them. I don't, I'm not sure like how to educate that kind of thing. Go back to those two episodes to pull some information. Mm -hmm. It'll be a really good, good place to go. I think. It's awesome. Connor is with um, Bell Bank Mortgage and then Ellie's with New American Funding, but they are both like true professional rock stars in the mortgage industry here in the Twin Cities, but they can both do loans all over the country. So they, you're going to want to check out those episodes. They're, they're phenomenal episodes. Yes, they really are. So like, say you're a seasoned agent and you're listening to this episode. Um, do you have a really rock solid relationship with your top lenders? Oh, this is a good one. This is so good. <sighs> like, think about, like, put yourself in your lender, sho- lender shoes for a second. In addition to just the housing market and people buying and selling like crazy, like we dealt with as real estate agents, they also dealt with um, refinances. They're just as weary as we are right now. So like show them some love, show them that you appreciate them. Really make sure that your relationship with your top lenders is like rock solid before the spring market is in full blown frenzy and you don't have time to see straight. Like make sure you have that relationship. And if you're a brand new agent listening to this, now is the time you have like a little bit of a pause before the market goes bonkers. Now is the time for you to like really dial in and find like maybe two lenders that have different specialties that really can help you grow your business, make you look like a rock star, make you look like a professional. You give them credibility. They give you credibility and you like have the synchronicity that your clients are like, Oh gosh, like this is like a power team to be reckoned with. But if you're just sort of willy nilly and just dabbling and sending one loan here and one loan there, and you don't really have a solid relationship with a lender that isn't going to serve you well in a busy market. No. And like, as a client, you're not going to feel as taken care, taken care of. Like, and if you already know you're working with a newer agent, my goodness, if their connections aren't rock solid, that's a big red flag. So really, really Mm -hmm. spending time to like make those real connections is, is crucial in this business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing to do during this, I want to call it a lull, Beth, but it's not like we're already in it 
It's it is it's, not, going to be, it's it's a little bit of a lull, but it's 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 not going to be a lull for long. No. It's like you got to like get get hustling quick. Next thing to do right now is to tidy up your website. Like this is something that gets pushed to the back burner a lot. Making sure if you have a custom site that your you know all your back end stuff is looking good. You're adding in the information, accolades, fresh testimonials. Um, that your SEO is like good to go there. You're working with your web person. If you're not having a custom website, you can still do things to make sure it's like up to date and makes the most Mm -hmm. sense for you. So that's something that's like super important right now because guess what? You're not going to have time for it later. Um, And like if there's agents that have left your team, like you would be surprised how many times that website doesn't get updated efficiently. So maybe you've switched brokerages, right? Like there's a lot of things that go on your site that, sometimes kind of get missed because there's a lot of pages. Another thing, if you are running Google or Facebook ads, this is a great time to revisit them. If you're not working with someone who's running them for you, you're doing it yourself. Or if you are working with someone like you either go in, collect your analytics, make sure it makes sense to you, you know, where you're going to allocate your funds moving forward. Or if you're working with someone that's doing your ads, making sure you're having an in-depth conversation of what 2023 is going to look like for Q1 and Q2. These are the conversations you need to be having right now. Um, And I do also want to add something into this just because we're talking about all these different things we need to be doing right now to, you know, to really connect with our clients as I think so many times we get so caught up on if you're running Google ads that you're getting like specific leads coming in from Google ads and like what that looks like for you. Like the other thing is if you're serving your clients at all these at this capacity that we're talking about, your referral base should be very, very strong. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. And also the clients that you already have, your repeat clients, that should be really, really strong. So if you don't have the funds for Google ads and you're feeling like that's what's holding you back, I'm going to call your bluff because it's actually not. So yes, it can like move your business forward and it can definitely help you. It is absolutely not like a necessity as far as like running a real estate business. Yeah. Important, but not a necessity. So just kind of thinking about that and making sure that you are refining Google ads, refining Facebook ads, or not feeling overwhelmed if you just can't do them at this point in your career. Totally. Well, another thing to do like this spring, and you're going to need to get out on the calendar here soon, like quick, is planning some sort of high touch, either like a spring client event, a pop by some sort of really personal feeling check-in, whatever this looks like for you, clients want the connection. They want Mm -hmm. to hear from you. They want to like know you on a personal level. So what are you going to do for that? That feels really on brand for you and your specific brand. And it doesn't have to be super expensive. It can be like low cost, um, but you, you need to do something. You need to do something. You need to connect with them quarterly through something high touch. It's so necessary. If you're able to Mm -hmm. host an event, do it. If you have a team, that's absolutely what should be going on. Um, Giving them the option for in-person or not. But doing something right now is is crucial. Yeah. To stay front of mind for people. Yeah. And Beth, your favorite, my favorite. What's this? Back to the basics. Yes. Our team has really shifted to this. It's so easy to get um, really like sucked into social media and like the sexy part of social media, but truly back to the basics. If you're not willing to reach out to clients and really make that organic connection, 
I, you know, Christy and I have talked about this on other episodes. We had Taya DiCarlo on the podcast and she's like a rock star agent in LA. Um, also a friend that we know through Tom Ferry coaching. And she said, you, you can do all the social media stuff. Cause she has so many people asking her like, Oh, how do I get started doing videos? If you aren't also doing the basics, you're not going to win at the game. It's not just one or the other. Both have to work hand in hand with each other is that you can't just forget like how people did real estate. Obviously things have changed, but making that true genuine connection with another human being and then selling them a home that has not changed. None of that has changed. And it's so important, especially with like how many realtors have, are, have gotten out and are getting out of the market. The yep. basics are key. They're what are going to help you like survive whatever this year looks like, right? Like for us, it's looking like it's really picking up great, but like whatever your, your scenario is and the location you're at, like making sure you're getting back to those bases because that's what's going to keep you moving forward regardless of whatever market we're in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I love it. That's what we all need to be doing right now. Woohoo! It's exciting. We are so excited for the spring market to kick off. Mm-hmm. Bring it it's off. It's already kicking off and it's it's going to be in like full blown mode here before you know it. And we just we're so excited for you and your spring market no matter where you are in the country. We would love to hear like shoot us a message. Let us know how it's going in your part of the country. Yeah, let us know and let us know if we missed anything too that you are doing that's like a must do every single year at this time of year. We love to grow and learn as well. So yeah, cheers to the spring market. We're cheering you on over here and we're super excited to hear your successes. Yay. All right. So until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being a badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.